Welcome to another NY Jets Fans Podcast with host Davis Sharman and Chris. Make sure y'all follow us on Twitter, Jets Fans Podcast, Instagram, at NY Jets Fans Podcast. As before we get into some Jets, let's get into some breaking news. The NFL owners has approved the CP, um, CBA um, expansion, 17-game uh, season, in the next like year or two, and... 14 teams, playoff teams, um, more playoff teams. Um, supposed to be a big deal. Uh, Chris, I'm going to start off with you. How important it is for the players, for the uh, Players Association to try to get this deal done. And if they don't get the deal done, what's next? Well, if they don't get it done now, they're going to probably go back to the table and talk because it ends next year, the CBA, not this year. So they're going to have a whole year to talk about it, but I'm sure they want to get it done now so they could put it past him and, and not have to worry about it. But, um, I, I mean, I like the extra playoff team. I'm, I'm not against that. Uh, the extra game, we've talked about it many times already. We're not really in favor of playing a 17th game. Uh, they're probably going to have to work something out. That's why it's not going to start in the next couple of years uh, because now it's going to be uneven games. So you're going to have one, one extra home or road game, so they're probably going to make it a – a neutral site game. I'm sure that's all the stuff that they're going to have to figure out in the future. Um, the extra playoff team is good. I, I think it's, I think it's great. You know, I was looking at some of the uh, stats people were putting up um, ESPN and other sites. Uh, the last 10 years or so, uh, the extra teams making the playoffs would not be below 500 teams. Cause that's what I think a lot of people are worried about. Like, Oh, if we add another extra team, there'll be a, it'll be a below 500 team. It won't be, at least for the last decade or so. They've been 500 or better getting into the playoffs, and um, and we would have made the playoffs a few years ago. The year that we that we lost to Buffalo, we would that we would have been the, you know, the extra team, the seventh team going in. So hopefully it helps us. But um, yeah, I, I I think it's great that they got this figured out. Tomorrow we'll find out. Friday. Uh, the 21st, we'll find out if the players are okay with it. Uh, I've been hearing things on, on Twitter. Uh, they're not 100% sure they're going to okay it. So this might not be going through tomorrow, but we'll see. We'll cross our fingers, and hopefully they can figure it out. Hey, uh, I definitely believe that, um, of course, for money reasons, uh, this is a good – this is always going to go the owner's way. Um more games, more TV time, like the like the bye week being the bye week being what is it? It's gonna be like six games, basically three on Saturday, three on Sunday. That 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 the wild card weekend that would yeah. be ridiculous. I think that's month, awesome. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be a ton of football. And imagine how much money, how much more money the NFL is gonna get in TV money. Oh yeah, just for that, you know. So so it works. It works for the money. But does it work for the quality? Like I've I've said over and over again, you know, I'm worried about the quality of football more than anything. I'm a, um, I'm definitely a, a kind of a football snob. It's <laughs> it's crazy, but but that's I I like the game and in its pure form. Um, I think I think I I'm worried about the quality of play in the trenches because. It, it seemed like the quality of offensive alignment are falling apart because they don't get to play the pro game in the in the in college as much as they used to with all this spread offense and all this stuff that's going on. So 
you come into the NFL and you're not really ready to play uh, pro style offensive line. Uh, so you kind of take take a uh, take a while to develop. Um, <clears throat> so all these things I'm worried about, man. You know, and they you know less less uh, preseason games. Uh, you know, they've taken away all the all, all extra practice time, so less time to practice. And to me, in my mind, less you know less quality in, 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 you know, less time, quality time to grow as a pro. So um, that's, that's my only worry. If they could find a way to kind of uh, have these extra games and, and have, and still have the players develop properly, fine with me, you know, uh, because they, because they're athletes, there's, there's pros, there's doctors, there's, these, these are high end people, man. They got all the money. They could figure a way to kind of, uh, um, adjust it and make it less impactful on the players. Uh, however, they do it and still keep the quality will be fine with me. If they if if they just <coughs> expand, uh, then it could become watered watered down over time. But they need to find a, a a good balance between the extra games and quality. In my mind, I mean, they and, still need to have more details. Like, oh yeah, more details like oh yeah, one one, one less preseason game. Um, yes. It's yeah. all about the That's revenue. Yes. We're supposed to be 47 to 48%. Uh, yes. The 17th game is 48.5%, which you were saying, Chris. Uh, they get to like a quarter million extra money. But we need to know what's the, what's the details for this 17th game to happen to, to help these players, you know, just like you said, Sharman, to help these players be healthy and make sure that, you know, they come out the season, you know, well and, you know, ready to play. Cause this, this it's a, it's a lot it's a lot of things are going on so it needs to be something that can work out not just for the owners but also for the players. Well, they're gonna add an extra bye week. That I think that's gonna try to help them out too. You'll see an extra bye week, and I, I think in the future. I'm not saying this is gonna happen in the next couple of years, but I think if the 17 game works out, you know what's gonna happen after that. In the next few years, you're gonna see an 18th game, right? right to- Make it even, and then you know what? They might – I mean, this is thinking a little too far ahead, way ahead, but they, they brought this up on uh, Pro Football Talk that possibly they want to get this to, so that the Super Bowl is played the following week on, uh, on President's Day weekend so that they could play on Sunday and then they got the day off the next day and everybody's crying that they want the next day off. They might get that eventually. If they go to 18 games – you know, you're pushing everything up two weeks, right? So you might get a Super Bowl in like the middle of February now because yes, of that. I don't, I don't so think maybe that's what they're trying to do. Because of the NFL combine, and, you know, I don't, I don't know. No, I, Davin, I don't know. Davin, makes, Davin makes a great point. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, again, you, you have to understand as, as much as you try, like, like I said before, as much as you try to lengthen all this uh, this season and all that stuff, that, number one, there's a reason why we love football. We don't we we seem to get just the right amount of it that makes us want it more. I, I'm I'm worried about it getting watered down. And like Davin said, it's there's still a lot of things that's football other than just playing football. We've fell in we've fallen we've fallen in love with the off season part of football also. Um, if if not given the right amount of time for teams to prepare for the uh, season after that first after that season, you know, um, 
Um, what what's gonna happen? I mean, there's a lot of work that gets done that goes into an NFL football team. If the if you keep giving them less and less time to prepare, again, the quality of football is gonna suffer. So they need to really dance a really good jig between you know uh, 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 um, between getting as much money and get, giving as much games and creating enough time for teams to prepare to give us the best football that they can. Right. No, that's true. I, I, I totally agree. I, I'm afraid that it might get watered down too, but you know what? The NFL is the number one sport in America right now. They're a monster. So they're just, they're just getting greedy. You know, they're just oh, going to let's add a game. Let's add another game. And it's just going to keep going. And I, I see the 18 games coming. I mean, and then they can expand the league. So we're going to see more teams probably down the road. We'll see another team or two. I mean, that's going to happen. So I just, I just hope, I just hope that's not true, man. Because, like I said, uh, I'm just, I'm. That's my worry, you know. I, um, I listen. I want, I want them to make as much money as possible. Fine with me. I'm just, I, I just don't want the quality of football to suffer. We sit, we, we, we wait every Sunday, man, on pins and needles, waiting for for one o'clock. Yeah, uh, every, you know, if I can't, I can't imagine a time will come when we'll be dreading Sunday one o'clock and the watered down football crap that w- that it would be by then so um so please nfl you know mm-hmm. uh, pay attention pay attention to us fans there. i mean we we had to you know we 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 paying our money yes because we want the a quality product you know if you want our money man uh you got to give us the best uh the best you can you can not just a bunch of games just because you think we need football you want to give us the max amount no we want quality also there you go. Last, but last but not least, um, to think about it, you know, with the London games and the games that's out of, out of you know, the, the U.S., I'm going to say, per se, uh, it, it, helped, it helps them out with revenue, too, because then that means they could bring more games and in, into London and wherever else they want to bring it to, whatever ideas they're trying to do it, if it yeah. works out. Yeah. All that kind of, again, Davin, you, great point again. All this kind of, all this expansion and all this is going to impact football. It's going to impact the way games are played. It's going to impact when they're played. Where I mean, and what, <laughs> right. And, and how, what kind of impact is going to, it's going to have on, on the quality of the football we see, you know, right. that's the question. And we talked you know, about that, the, uh, the games in London already that yeah, the Jaguars are probably going to go over there and they'll be playing Eventually, they're going to be there. I think it's just a matter of time before they go over there. may not be all right away, but I'm going to say in a couple of years, there's going to be at least one team in London. You know, it's probably going to be the Jaguars because it comes down to it. They're not getting the fan base here. You know, they're not getting the attendance figures here. So go there where you know you're the only game in town, basically. Oh, yeah, you're going to get (laughs) it. And then if it's really good, there's going to be another team there, too. (laughs) So it's going to happen. And yep. Yeah. This is how to look at, right? Let's just look at it as, as like a scenario for for not just the NFL, but other expansion teams, just like you said, Chris, and everything like that. I'm just thinking as it like, what, like, like diehard fans is going to wake up nine in the morning <laughs> to watch <laughs> these football games from London or wherever else. Yeah. Time and it's crazy. No, we we it's wait for happen. one p.m. Then we are gonna start waking up at nine a.m. Like, oh man, we let's not hurry up and miss the football game. We gotta make breakfast. 
Yeah. Can't eat no wings. You can't drink a beer. <laughs> no. <laughs> but maybe not for the first game, but maybe for the next game and then the third you, game or the you, fourth game. <laughs> well, what if the Jets was playing? Then we asked out. <laughs> yeah, you, can't, you, you can't drink a beer, but I know people that be drinking at nine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> London. <laughs> oh, that's going to be them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be out there. Yeah. Let, let's, let's, let's move along uh, real quick. Quick, uh, quick uh, take. Drew Brees. Uh, Drew Brees is going to play – Another season, um, happened to be not a, not a shocker. Um, even though, what does this mean for uh, Taysom Hill? I, uh, I don't think I don't think that meant I I don't think that really meant anything. I know the excitement around Taysom Hill and the way he, the things that he does on the field, the way the way he kind of uh, he's a really big part of what they do offensively, or he was last season, and everybody's excited to see what's going to happen next. Um, people have to like temper their expectations a little bit because to me, uh, Taysom Hill is not, has not been really a quarterback in the NFL. He's been a gadget guy. That's what he is. And he's been a pure football player. And as he stands, more power to him. I applaud him. He's one of one. There's not too many players in the NFL that do the things he do. He does. He, He plays special teams. He plays quarterback, he plays running backs, he plays wing back, he, whatever the whatever they ask him to do, and he does it at a really high level. Now, if you become a quarterback, there's things that quarterbacks do. Uh, uh, number one, they throw the ball. Uh, Taysom Hill, uh, well, there was a reason why Taysom Hill was drafted the way he was drafted. He was not the best at throwing the football accurately. You know, um, our former special um, Jets, former uh, special teams uh, coach, that's uh, the special team coach for the Saints, came out and said that uh, um, somehow Taysom Hill throws the ball better than Lamar Jackson. Hey, man, if you saw it, I didn't. Uh, fine with me. You know, it's not. I don't want to go against you. <laughs> you know, because you you're a coach. You've been a coach in Anna forever, and if you say that's true, then fine with me. But I ain't seen it. You know well, how many yeah, times? How many times did Taysom? How many times did Taysom Hill throw the ball yesterday? Um, last year. Yeah, exactly. He didn't throw you it know. enough, but this is what I'm saying. It's like yeah. th- this is something that we can't really quantify because we haven't really seen him drop back as a quarterback over and over and over again in the league, and and people keep forgetting. Drew, Drew Brees haven't really fallen off. Yeah, his arm strength is not there, but what? How many touchdowns to interceptions did he have last year? Yeah, he didn't perform well in the playoffs, but he he, he didn't fall apart. No, he's you know? still great, but he's I think still it's a great quarterback. So I don't think I don't think he's, you know, I think I think that whole Taysom Hill thing it will take time. You know, maybe sometime in the future, fine. You know, maybe after this year or whatever, you know, maybe that's still in the line. But for right now, man, Drew Brees is the man. That's it. I was. I, I, I never really had a, a, a doubt that he was coming back this year. To tell you the truth, I, I think it just gives him another year to to get Hill ready, you know, to take over. If I, I and I'm thinking that's what they're going to do, and I think it's going to be a an offense like the Ravens, how they built it around um, Jackson, and I think it's going to be the same thing with Hill. I think they're going to just rebuild that offense to, you know, to go around his around his style. And uh, and his the, abilities, you know. I, I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I will. And, but, I will. I will reiterate again. That's fine. The one of the biggest surprises of last year 
was not that Jackson could run the ball and, and, and he could flash and all that stuff he could do. It's the fact that he threw the ball so accurately. I don't think any one of us f- thought for a oh, moment no, not. that <laughs> after the, season, the 2018 season that he would be that good at throwing the ball the way he did last year. Right. And um, and and um, that's the threat. That's the reason why everybody was scared to death to play with the Ravens. Is the fact that you didn't know what the hell you was getting into, it, you know. And, and, and also yes, think- you, you could and pay, and Sean Payton is the, one of the best at it, and yeah, he could so draw up a hell of an offense. He could. Yeah. But so I, I think he's definitely get it work. Execute, right. right? But can he execute? That's the problem. Right, but I think also we're going to see more of Hill this year than we seen last year in the offense. I think you're going to see him a little bit more involved just and, so yep, that I agree you know, little by little, agree. you know, they're easing him into that starting, that, that starting position, you know, and I, I think with Breeze coming back, listen, he's obviously got the fire to come back in his belly, then absolutely come back. But we've seen the last three years that, you know, they've lost pretty ugly in the, in the playoffs um, against Minnesota. That really wasn't his fault. You know, that was the There's defense. a lot that go, yeah. There's but, a lot that go into that. Yeah, yep. but these last two years, you know, he's had a hand in these losses. I agree. You know, he hasn't honest, performed. Love, he hasn't, yeah, he hasn't I performed up to he's one of the greatest that's ever played. But, you know, and we, you, like you said, his arm strength is not what it was. So I think defenses are going to start to, you know, play up that and, and you know, mm-hmm. and maybe give him the deep pull. I don't know, but. We'll see. I mean, the guy's not going to last forever, and maybe this is his last year. I mean, I agree to that. This yeah, is his last year. Even yeah, if he loses in the so. playoffs, it's, yeah, it's his can. last. It's, it's his last year. Win or lose, like this is just for I him feel, to see if he got it. Yeah, I feel bad because he could have left last year. Still, like you said, he still had a great regular season. Uh, he did get hurt though. He did miss what five games, I think. Yeah, um, thumb. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, I, I just – I feel kind of bad because I don't want him to have another ugly loss in the playoffs because then that would be like four years in a row, his last four years. Not that it's going to matter. He's still going to be first ballot Hall of Fame and Agree. What, all that. But I just – I don't know. Just for me, I mean, I, I looked at it and I felt bad for him the last couple of years because, you know, yeah, great regular season, like you said. But in the playoffs, it just just not yeah, enough. He, he definitely left – He. Definitely left uh, something to be desired in his performance in the playoffs. Definitely, and, I agree. And but his team did not do that well either. No, no, no. I'm around it. it's all his fault. He had no, a part of it. And yep, another big thing, they've been at home too, or the Minnesota game was in, at, in their dome too. But imagine if he has to go on the road. He has to go oh to my Philly, God. Yep. or uh, you know, or Chicago, you know, Green Bay in January and play with a, a you know not exactly being able to throw the ball deep and, you know, with the mm-hmm. wind and the, and the elements, that's, that's another thing. So, but we'll see, man. Good luck. Execute. Right. Yeah. I, lo- I love the guy. Don't, I'm not trying to put him yeah. down. I'm just, you know, keeping it real. So. That's, that's oh yeah. You, 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 <laughs> just keep it real, bro. <laughs> bro. That's it, man. I love him, man. But I just, you know, I don't know. Yeah. You're right. You're, you're right good. across the board. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, I agree to that too. Um, Greg Olson has signed to the Seattle Seahawks one year, seven million dollar deal. Um, in the in the tight end needed uh Seahawks, uh, Egg Dick, um, they're gonna release Egg Dixon and they really don't have much options at tight end. Um, and Jason Witten he still wants to play, but basically, he knows it's not going to be with the Cowboys, so 
what's the next what's the next route what's the next route for uh Witten and how important it was for uh the Seahawks to get a get this deal done with Olsen. Olsen is go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say no, Seattle they they definitely need a tight end, right? We we've seen the the need the last yes. couple of years there. So that was a big I thought that was a big pickup for them. The problem with picking up Greg Olson is, you know, he hasn't played a full season in a while. So that's that's the drawback with him that you know, can he stay healthy for the whole season? That's going to be the big issue with him because um, he hasn't been able to do that in, in the last couple of years. Uh, Witten, uh, you know, sure, he'd probably love to go back to Dallas, but does, does, that, but does Dallas want him back? Because Dallas has, you know, a couple of guys that they got to re-sign. Uh, we've been talking about those guys too for the last uh, couple of months. Um, so, uh I think it's going to be a wait and see with Witten because they got more important guys that they have to resign or decide to resign. Yeah, the thing the thing with Jason um, with Jason Witten is uh, he's a professional tight end. Uh, he could still do the small things that you want a, a tight end to do in a conventional football in a conventional offense. Uh, the way tight ends play nowadays, uh, Jason Witten is not one of those. You know, he, he can't split out into a into a kind of a uh, a slot, big slot position and, and and against a, you know, try to mismatch against a, a wide receiver. I, he's not that fast anymore. Um, he could still inline block, of course. It's all technique. He's been doing that forever. He probably could do it in his sleep. Uh, so he's useful. Uh, um, if the, if the uh, Cowboys don't want to keep him, somebody could probably use him. Uh, Olsen, yes, he's he definitely not uh like you said, he hasn't been uh been able to play a full season in a long time. But I think um they see the use of probably drafting a youngin, drafting somebody young, uh um uh one of the positions that this draft is is a little deep in is tight end and they could bring one of those young guys in and he, he could probably uh help them up. Uh, that would that would be very good for the for Seattle, like you said, that have been uh, tight and needy for a while now. Um, so so yeah, I see the reason. I see the reasoning behind getting Olsen in there, and uh, you know, uh, hope let's you know, Witten has to pray that somebody still needs an inline tight end that that could inline block and get open, you know, short out routes like he's been doing for the, for most of his career. Yeah, I think I think with Olsen, it's a uh, a sign and gamble. Uh, reason why I call it the sign and gamble. Sign and gamble is because the gamble is just like Chris said. He hasn't uh, played in the season, the full season. Many, probably like a few, probably like three, four, two, whatever it is. Um, this was this will prove the point if he could still play. And not not only that, could he could he you know be a help with uh Russell Wilson? Because remember with Jimmy Graham. When Graham in his prime coming to Seattle, he mm-hmm. wasn't, he was not, not repeat, was not a help at all because he was not, because he didn't fit with that offense, to really be honest with you. Right. I'm, so True. I'm hoping with Greg Olsen that it would help out a little, a little more, you know, and better, you know, with the, with the schemes that Olsen has played with the uh, Panthers. Hopefully that would, that would help out. But with Jimmy Graham, that did not work out. 
hopefully Seattle did not do not make a, another mistake. Um, he, he only missed two games last year. And that's not bad at all, but right. Greg Olson is still years. not at his – he's not at his prime. So this is a different situation than what Jimmy Graham was with the – was when he was with the Saints, mm-hmm. the wide receiver and playing tight end and making – and doing big numbers. And then, you know, I remember the Seahawks fan, we got Jimmy Graham. We're the best. And then all of a sudden Jimmy Graham just turned out to be a thumbs down. So yeah, just, no, just, <laughs> so yeah, to sum it all up, I just I'm I'm just saying I just want to see perfectly Olsen said gamble. He's a gamble, <laughs> perfectly like you said, perfectly said, yeah. man. He's a gamble, but he's a gamble worth taking right now, and that's it. Seven million dollars. Like, like like yeah, like I said, like I said, he, you know, he he is probably he's been one of the better tight ends in the league for a while now, so he could definitely bring that knowledge in and probably. Teach yeah, a young, help a young out, help tight end. The young guys, so you know. I, that, I, I definitely, yeah. Bringing a pro to see, you know, see a pro how he, how a pro does it day in and day out is very important. You know, and he's got a, team. and he's got a great future in TV because he was awesome in the couple of games that he did this year. So yeah, I think I think I caught one of those. Yeah, he, he's pretty good. He's yeah. definitely he's definitely no Jason Witten, I'll tell you that. No, no, Witten's gotta <laughs> Witten's gotta talk to his boy Romo and say, What do I gotta do here? You know, like I don't yeah. I don't even even Romo's magic can't rub off on Witten, man. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm sorry. So. I think in Witten case, if you wanna be signed, um, you know, be signed to be a probably to help out with the red zone, maybe. That's about. That's about it. I can yeah, see maybe if he doesn't go back to the Giants, you might see him go to the to the Giants. I mean, if he doesn't go back to the Cowboys, I could see him going to the Giants because Jason Garrett's there, and they could use a backup tight end behind uh, who's their starter. That's um, really good. Evan Ingram. Uh, Evan Ingram, right? Yeah. He's a big dude too, but he could help out with the blocking side of the the tight end. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I see mean, that. Like I said, that's a possibility. That's a big possibility. Um, let's 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 go on to Cam Newton. Um, possibility Cam Newton could be traded, but they can they want to give him because you know March 18th they can't finalize no deals until then till that day. They might want to give him a pre a pre physical like a physical on March the 16th to see if Cam is you know ready to play and everything else. If a trade does happen, what's what what team would you think Cam Newton could fit in? And, and what and what QB will they sign or draft? I could see him going to any of the teams we've we've talked about. That I think at first, I think uh, next week we'll find out who's going to be in on Brady or not. You know, we've heard a couple of teams already, but I think after Brady, after we hear the teams going after Brady, then you know, and then once he signs, everybody else will fall into place. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cam Newton, I, I could see him going to the Chargers. If, if let's say, if Brady doesn't go there, um, I could definitely see him going to the Chargers, man. We've, we've been talking about the Chargers. They need to sell tickets, moving into the new stadium. The Raiders is a possibility, even though they got Carr. Um, <laughs> the Colts, the Bucks. You know what? Another team, too, that we haven't really talked about is the Titans. The Titans don't have a quarterback technically right now, right? Technically, technically they don't. I mean, they <laughs> might they might bring back Tannehill and roll the dice, but we've seen what happens with Tannehill. So um, I, I think teams listen. Te- coaches, coaches, and on teams, you know, they have to believe in their guys. I mean, th- th- listen, nobody 
and nobody in the world believed that Tannehill was going to do what he did last year. Uh, when 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 I saw Tannehill start, I I'm no lie. I was like, they must be out their mind. <laughs> and he proved me wrong. And he proved me wrong. And um, that's what coaches live to do. They live to prove you wrong. So um, so I don't you know I I don't foresee them actually making a change at QB man. They might ro- they might just roll with the dude they have. You know. Um, but but I like I like your idea with the Chargers and I like the idea with the Colts because those two teams, man, they don't know what what's going on. I saw I saw um I saw in passing I saw some something about uh, maybe the Bucks giving Jameis another two years. Uh, we'll yep. see, we'll see about that. But yeah, um, th- this is gonna be really intriguing, man. I was, like I said before, there's a lot of dominoes that need that 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 need to fall this offseason. That's gonna keep us really close to the news, uh, to the NFL.com and Twitter and stuff. And we're <laughs> trying, to, trying so to catch what's going to happen next with, with a lot of those guys. I think we're going to start hearing things next week with the, at the Combine because um, all the GMs and all the agents are there. So they're going to start talking to each other. And, you know, the GM will say, yeah, you know, like, say if it's the Chargers, they're going to say, yeah, we're, we're you know, they're going to go to Brady's agent and say, yeah, we're very interested. You know, what, what do you guys want? You know, and I think we're going to hear a lot next week, or at least we're going to start hearing teams that are in or out on, on these players, you know. And we, we, we know the teams, obviously, that need a quarterback. So they're the ones that are going to be out there. But who's really serious about bringing in Brady? You know, because with Brady, uh, they brought up a good point today on TV about um, the Titans. He could mm-hmm. go there because of, uh, Vabre, you know, the, the coach. About Vrabel? Yeah, because he's there. But mm. they also said their offensive line is not really built for Brady because they're more they, – they run a lot of um, rollouts with their quarterbacks. Right. Yeah, they do. So – and Brady, there's no way he's doing that. You know, he's a drop-back passer. That's it. He ain't going nowhere. So he needs a good offensive line in front of him. And the Titans could possibly lose to, uh, Tunney, right? He's a free on, agent. Yeah, until – until uh, – until – until they show me the receipts that Brady left the AFC East, I don't want to believe it. <laughs> um, That's only, it. Right. The only way I'm going to, I'm, we, we, uh, we, you know, we done had these conversations all week. Uh, also, Matt Stafford could, could get traded. Um, the possibility of them getting uh, what Mel, uh, Mel Kuyper said, uh, Tua, number three. The Lions, yeah. Yes, the Lions. So Matt Stafford going to the if if it don't go out with Brady, don't be surprised if Matt Stafford gets traded to the Patriots for for some goddamn some change. I don't I, like <laughs> Philip Rivers is not at his prime. Like if you want a quarterback that can still get you to the playoffs, Matt Stafford will be the guy that that can do it. You give him. A good wide receiver or or two, they, like they'll still be in the playoffs. You know, so I'm I'm not I'm not putting past nothing. But yes, until Brady, until I see Brady say, "Yeah, I'm leaving," I don't believe it. But two years for sixty million dollars is a hell of a lot of money. I won't Yeesh. be surprised if Brady signs with the Raiders, and the Raiders will make hella money for those two years, mm-hmm. um, the possibility of the playoffs. And that's, that's, that's about it. But as a Cam Newton, um, 
One team that that um I'm I'm gonna say is gonna don't be surprised is the Chicago Bears if Mr. Trubisky can't do nothing this season. That's Oof. a good yep. You're absolutely right. <laughs> like I, I like to you y'all know me. I like to think outside the box. So you know, I, yeah, I, that's, I really that's definitely that's definitely out the box. I tell you that. Yes. And and Cam <laughs> but, Newton and Cam Newton is looking for a new contract. He's gonna look for a new contract. So imagine he goes to Chicago, Trubisky mess up. And then Cam Newton be this hero, takes them to the playoffs Yeesh. and get them back and get them back on his feet. And Trubisky's still on his rookie deal, so yeah, he is. He's not making a lot of money, so you could you could put him on the bench and it's not a big deal. You know what I mean? Exactly. exactly. So that, that might that might damage that kid. He that that might be irreparable damage to him, man. He he. Well, if you're getting Cam he's Newton, not, I don't think compared to him. me. To, yeah, I agree, <laughs> but that's that's true too. He hasn't done nothing. I, yeah, I agree. He hasn't done anything. I'm just saying, they it's still an investment they made. Um, remember they traded up together. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys remember. Oh yeah. You know. Uh, um. Also, also the the other part of the Scorpions thing is the fact that they missed on on Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So when you when you missed on Patrick Mahomes and the guy that you have in house that you traded up for, you're sitting there, you know, you know, like oh, like. Oh my God! I can't believe you know <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know, it's, man. It's silly, but you know, we with us talking, anything is just possible, and we're gonna get a couple of surprises, some prizes, uh, in the next yeah. few, couple of weeks. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna be something, man. Definitely easy off season this year. Yes, yep. I, I agree to that. Um, let's 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 talk about the Jets. Um, Sports Illustrated. Uh, Odell Beckham, um, possibility landing spot will be the New York Jets. Um, Stephon Diggs, they said it's along from what uh, I think it was Ian Rappaport um, has said is that it's a long shot Diggs will get traded. Um, but but if Beckham if Beckham does decide if Beckham does decide to say I want to come to the Jets, what? What kind of deal would would happen? Even though we we all us three know that Beckham not coming here, but what kind of deal would happen in order for Beckham to to come to the Jets? Uh, to move back, yeah, to move back. I mean, the the Browns would probably want another or uh, another deal like they got uh, at least a what do you say like a a second or a third Brown pick? Uh, I would say at least that. I mean, they gave up a what? Yeah. Two- Two first rounders. They and, gave uh, first rounders. Mm-hmm. And the other kid too. The the safety. Sheesh. Um, Peppers. Right. Sheesh. Peppers. So So I, so if any team, <laughs> any team, the um um forget the Jets, any team that want that that want uh um Odell Beckham would have to ship over at least a first round pick and a fourth or something like that. At least two picks. Um and we have way too much going on over here. Uh, that uh, these, uh, like I was saying before we started recording, around this time of year when the NFL is a little quiet, all these weird rumors start popping up. Uh, so I I don't buy it for one bit. Uh, the whole Diggs thing, Minnesota Diggs is a very good wide receiver. Diggs Diggs is probably one of the best route runners in the league, bar none. Yes, he has his 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 little eccentric behaviors and stuff like that but play, teams put up with players and their behaviors when they when they produce like he does so um you know 
that that that's that. He's not going anywhere. They're going to invest money in him. They're going to keep him around. Um, and and you even forget that uh, that his counterpart, um, his counterpart, uh, what's his name, the other wide receiver, uh, in the in Viking, he was injured for a good part of the last half of the season. And if if he was healthy, I think they would have caused teams more issues going into the playoffs. So. So they're not gonna give up on their players, man. They, I think, I don't think Diggs is going nowhere, and I don't know what the Browns are gonna do, but I don't know of any team other than the Browns that would trade for Odell Beckham Jr. Two first rounders or whatever the hell they. Did. Yeah, I don't see anybody. I, I, I let's say it this way: I don't see the Jets going anywhere near uh, Beckham uh, because they're gonna have to give up draft picks, and that, and they need draft picks right now. They they need to draft and. They need every one of them, and they don't want to give up a first, a second, for this guy. Um, and they really don't. They just, they just, they're not in position to do it. They're not a wide receiver away from, you know, going for a Super Bowl run. You know, they got a lot of holes, and you know, bringing in Beckham at this point, no, it's not a good idea. Maybe next year might be a better, you know, we might be in a better position to do it. But this year, no, I, I don't see it. And Diggs, same thing. We don't have. We don't have that extra draft capital to start throwing around at a player like that. And he'll cost – I think Diggs will cost just as much or more than Beckham at this yep. point. Yep, that's what I meant when I said that he's <laughs> yeah, one of the so, better wide receivers in the league. So I, I don't think we're going to get either one, so I'm not worried about it, you know. Yep. This all sounds about right. Um, let's, let's go into this, uh, this, this Jamal Adams possibility extension. Uh, four years, seventy point thirty-five million, forty million guaranteed in new money, total contract, including the final ro- uh, year rookie deal and fifth-year option, six years, eighty-four point seventy-five million, fifty-four point three million guaranteed, largest by safety, uh, close to ten million. Uh, is that the deal that is that the deal that Jamal Adams should seek? In order for him to, in order see, for him to say, he can seek it. I, I, you know, like I think it's the right thing to to resign this guy, um, but uh, it's just a matter of you know what the Jets right. The Jets might just you know um, what do you call it? Um, resign the fifth year option now, just to give him an extra year to to figure out you know to work out the deals. But I think they they yeah. might just resign him. You know, sign the extension, get it out of the way. And move on. That's that's my opinion. Listen, and the um, figure you're um, saying is probably about right. <laughs> going, 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 analyzing uh, Jamal Adams. Um, I think sometimes we have him in house because our team has been losing. We we don't really fully comprehend the level of player that he is. Um, we haven't had a player on his level since who? Darrell Rivers when he was at the best. When he was he at was the kind spot. of the, at when yeah, when he was in the peak of his of his prime, I mean that that's the caliber of play you have right now. And him and I, can I say something? He is not even a finished product. Oh yeah, definitely. He's like, only twenty four years old, but he knows he is, so much as a he safety. Is, <laughs> right. He is he is uh he is the best safety in the box in the NFL. There's no safety in the that plays in the box the way he does. The, his anticipation, his click and close, his ridiculous speed. His ant, like I mean, come on. 
where he could improve is in coverage. And he is one of the top four safeties in the league, probably the top three safeties in the league in coverage. So imagine if he eh, gets better in coverage to eh, top two safeties in the league. I mean, come on, man. He's, he's deservedly he, – he deserves – Ridiculous sums of money, man. It, it, that, that's it. Yeah, he, he's definitely he's getting the, it. At, at it's the at the moment, he's yeah. At the moment, he's 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 the face of the franchise. I know I, we want our QB to be it, but he's not. He's not performing on the level that Adams is. Um. Um. So he got to get paid, man. It's just he a matter pay. of time. He'll get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever the money that you said, what what that it equates to, man. Give him the money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm about to say, you know, thank, thank God we ain't got Calvin Pryor no more. Lord Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's the all Louisville I'm going to say. Louisville <laughs> Slugger that, that, that plays linebacker <laughs> and not, and not his position. Uh, yeah. let's, like, let's, let's preview our uh, Jets cornerbacks. Um, I already know you got some, some details, some juicy <laughs> details for Charmin. Um, Darius Slay, A.J. Bouvier, uh, available. Um, uh, what it's it's a it's a thin line on, on quarter cornerbacks. Um, could you give us some details on, on what the Jets should do in this situation? Uh, if if um if we look at what we have, uh, we don't we don't have that much, man. Yeah, um, nothing right Almost <laughs> the only guy uh that kind of played. Uh, Hairston kind of played okay, then he fell apart here and there. He was he was all over the place. Um, um, Bless Austin had a couple few games, and a lot of Jets fans want to knight him as the next number one corner. I don't understand how that could be true uh, when he only played a few games, and then uh, Greg Williams benched him for something he did. Uh, we don't know what that was. Uh, when your coach benches you, that's not a good thing. Um, we don't have anything, and what they what what's in free agency is not that much either. It's not. Uh, there's a lot of guys with a lot of experience and a lot of uh, a lot of old heads. <laughs> you know. Um, I wanna I wanna dive into a few of them. Uh, the name the name Chris Harris Jr. is probably the one that's that intrigues me the most. Uh, but he's thirty years old. You know, and it's probably gonna cost us about twelve mil a year. You know, he's but he he still had a hell of a year last year. You know, for a player, I mean, he gave up a few plays plays here and there, but I mean, in this NFL, almost every corner gets beat at least once or twice. Um, but Chris Harris Jr. is pretty good. You know, uh, the name that another name that keeps coming up is Trey Waynes. Uh, Trey Waynes, man, he had a horrible season last year. Matt Moore. The backup for the Kansas City Chiefs picked the crap out of them, you know. So I don't, I don't know about that. Uh, Byron Jones is the name, man. Uh, Byron Jones is the name, is the guy. If you think about it, uh, but it will cost us. And the last time we paid a guy close to the amount of money it will cost us to pay Byron Jones, he wet the bed, and we'll have to cut him soon. So. Aaron Jones is uh, what is like 27 years old, been in the league for four years, but in the last two seasons, he's allowed about 52% completions, uh, roughly 26 yards a game. He's given up. Yeah, so he's he's definitely the kind of player you're looking for. He's not as old as uh, 
Johnson was when Johnson came over. So he still has that kind of, he still has a kind of a, you know, kind of quote unquote lockdown t- uh, uh, um, skill. So I, I definitely like that. Uh, a couple names that I like that that's not really out there is uh, Mackenzie Alexander. Um, he had, he, he was out last year for a, a slightly torn meniscus, but if he could get back to health, you know, he, he definitely could probably, he's better than what we have. Let's put it, put it that way. And he's, in my mind, he's, uh, he's probably, uh, better, it's top of a top half of the NFL in, in, in talent. Uh, he's definitely a promising kid. And, uh, and James Bradbury is probably the name, the lesser known names that I like the most. Uh, he plays for the Panthers, uh, but he's a free agent. Uh, started 47 games in three seasons for the Panthers. Uh, 208 tackles, six interceptions, three sacks, three forced fumbles, 44 pass defense. Uh, that's the kind of t- talent we need around, man. Uh, Logan but, Ryan, but yeah, the, the guy from the Titans. Yeah, I like Logan. I, I don't. I don't. You see, the thing about it is that what we need, you know, is our need. If we're gonna keep pool. We don't need Ryan. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want Ryan to be the one playing out there. Some, you know, the way Greg Williams like to put his corners on an island. Sometimes I don't like that. I like him to be uh, kind of a, in a position where we, wow. where you play a little bit more zone, where he could kind of play off and read and react. That's the kind of guy he is, in my opinion. You know, I don't think he's a guy that could play man like that. You know. I don't think he has that kind of talent. I don't think he still has that kind of speed to kind of play that level of cornerback that Greg Williams would need him to play and, on the outside. Know, and, and since there's not much really to, to look at in the corner position, the guy, a guy that we, a guy like this is Ronald Darby. He's a guy that I think they're going to have to try to find that, you know, didn't have a great year the year before, maybe injuries like him. You know, he was only in, I think, 10, 11 games last year. Played well when he was in, but he got hurt. But, did, but didn't he? Yeah, he had a knee injury, man. Yeah. And he always, he always he was get one hurt of those a lot. players. But that's that had, the, yeah. That and might he, be the type always, that they're going to have to look at, you know. But he also has a major issue with speed. Like, he always, like. And he's not his the rookie guy either. From his rookie season, he had a great rookie season. And he has been kind of. You know, going downhill from then, he has he hasn't really performed to the level that he was supposed to, or where he was picked. Yeah, height wise, he's not I, great either. He gets beat yeah. by the big tall guys. Right, but he, that, I, those are the guys you're gonna have to roll the dice on because it's really, like you said earlier, there's really not much out there. And we really got. I mean, when you look at the guys right now, we have signed hmm. right? Tremaine Johnson. He'll be cut, so he's gone. Dal Roberts has signed, but he's making like five point eight million. Guess what? He's gone because he's not worth that money. He's garbage. Harrison, <laughs> like you said, maybe he's going to come back. I don't know because he's making nothing. And Austin. And then the only other guy that's on our roster is, is Brown. And I don't that's think it. we see much of him. So No. And that's, that's, why, that's, why I brought up, that's why I brought up some of the names that I had. You know, lesser known guys that, have, that are actually very talented. They just not, haven't right. been exposed, you know the league the way every like you know if you go digging deep in the into the cornerback pool to pull these guys out uh and i was really looking to see guys that was 
that had that was tall, that was long arms, that played big, because that's, that's the kind of corners you know we're gonna get Greg guys Williams like. Yeah, we're you probably know? gonna get guys that maybe not the average fan knows, but hopefully when they come here and working with Greg Williams, they'll turn out to be pretty good. I yeah, I also wanted to point out a couple of kids in the draft that I thought we could pick up because we have two third round picks. And uh, and I would think I was thinking a kid like the um, Clemson kid, six one, uh, AJ Terrell, uh, really good at press man. That's the kind of kid you'd need. Damon Arnett out of uh, Ohio State too, physical kid, great tackler, same same thing, long arms, tall kid, uh, physical kid, kid that could play press, kid kid that you could leave out on an island to play man the way Greg Williams likes likes to in his scheme, you know. So. He was forced to play zone the way he played zone last year, and and uh, um, and he listen that that shows that goes to show you how good of a or how experienced of a staff on defense that we have. That there was not that much of a letdown. I also want to point out we would be disingenuous to 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 um, to not mention the fact that the talent, the kind of offenses we faced, were not the best the NFL had to offer. Let's be real, you know. <laughs> Let's be real. How many, <laughs> exactly. We how many of the top ten offenses did we face last year? One who was mm-hmm. Dallas. I can't remember. Like we didn't play anybody else, man. The this Ravens. Is what, right, well, right. And look what up. they did. What did they do to us? Yeah, they lit us up. Exactly. And this is what I'm. This is why I I kept saying the two thing. Two things I I I say. And and I've been disagreed with by Jets fans over and over again. You know, again, it will sound stupid because we have such a horrible glaring hole at, at wide res- at at um at offensive line, but we need an edge rusher. We need an edge rusher. There there is nothing more worse than being able to have an offense that could give you points, but then you can't stop the other team. It makes absolutely no sense if you could score 30 points and then you give up 40. (laughs) You know, you understand me? So one of the best, one of the things, as much as important as it is to have an offensive line, we need an edge rusher. It is, it's a sin. The fact that we have to go all the way back to John Abraham (laughs) to, to think about the last time we had a great edge rusher in New York. It's ridiculous. So, so, so it is very important to get that. It's very important to also um, um, show up our corners and it's very, very important to get offensive line. I'm definitely, I, I, I can't speak more um, um, to enough about the fact that we need to pound the table for getting as much as we can in, in free agency on offense on, for our offensive line and put that together with what we get in the draft, but do not forget how important it is to get an edge rusher. You can't keep blitzing. That 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 just tells teams what you're going to do. You, they're going to figure you out. <laughs> Simple as that. Well, you got to remember, too, this is not going to be a one-year fix either. I mean, oh, we yeah. got so many Agreed. holes. Totally it's going to take, you know, at least years for them to really fill all the holes. So, you know, if we don't have – if we don't get the edge rusher this year, they might – I'm sure they'll get him the next year. Like, this year might be – just getting the offensive linemen, you know, spending big money on the linemen, drafting a guy too to get some youth up front in the trench. Uh, so, you know, I'm not expecting them to fill all the holes this year, but got to do something. Important ones. Yeah, you gotta, I know, like, 
yeah, it got to smell. Di- it got to smell different than it did last year. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, if we're gonna compete in any way, especially with the tough schedule we're gonna get, you know. Oh. <laughs> ah, right. Exactly. Yeah, but um, let's let's go on to our uh the AFC North and the AFC South for a preview. Um, Chris, I, I know you uh you put you 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 uh, dip, dug deep into you knowing the cap space. <laughs> And you know, so I'm gonna so I'm gonna have you uh do the team names and talk about how much cap space they got. Charmin, I'm gonna let you put some notes on um stay and put your notes out on what what the team needs. So go right ahead, Chris. All right, so we'll start with the AFC North. We'll start yep. with the Ravens first. Uh yep. great season, regular season, fourteen and two. We know that. Then they lost in the playoffs. <clears throat> that cap space is right now. Uh, at about thirty million, so they got below average cap space. Um, they don't have many needs, which is the good thing. So, um, uh, Sean, I mean, you could definitely give us a hint on what, what they're going to need. Yeah, they they definitely need uh, um, need to either resign their nose tackle Michael Pierce. Uh, they can't they can't have that defense uh, can't leave that hole in the middle of him. Uh, they need help at wide receiver. Uh, Hollywood Brown was the only guy they had, man. I mean, in the playoffs, you saw they really needed that. Um, when they took their tight ends away, the wide receivers weren't able to separate enough to give uh, to give them space. Um, Matt Judon is a free agent, their best pass rusher, man. So they either need to re-sign him or get somebody to replace him. Uh, they can't keep blitzing. They were probably they were the most blitzed team. They blitzed the most in the NFL last year. Can't do that. You 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 cannot telegraph what you're gonna do on defense. Uh, they need linebacker help, man. Josh Bynes, uh, Josh Bynes, uh, uh, is is probably is a free agent too. They, he's their, one of their better linebackers. They need to play. Uh, cornerback Jimmy Smith is a free agent. One of their better corners. He's getting older, man, too. So you need to either get a young young in there to replace him, or to help him on, you know, or or let him you know let him go in free agency and and get some some help there uh that's 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 about it i think, I think before hold on chris before you uh go uh i just want to say uh I, I always said this but the ravens need needs a number one guy number one wide receiver I, yep. it doesn't have to be this year but it has to be like soon in order for them to go into that next step in the playoffs they they need they need a guy that's going to contribute they can't just do about a running game but yeah, that, that's I all I wanted to say. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, that that's a that, you know, no, that's a great point that you said, man, because they definitely were exposed when they they took away those tight ends in the playoffs, most definitely. Go right ahead, team up. You got Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Last year they finished eight and eight. Obviously, Roethlisberger was out all year. Um, I their cap space is in horrible. Right now they're below or above the cap. They're above by two point one million. Hmm. So uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, 2.1 million. So they're gonna be moving, and they're gonna be moving some guys to give themselves some space. And you know, before we get to the needs, I think the number one need, or one of the top needs, <laughs> is the quarterback. I mean, yep. Even with Roethlisberger coming back, I mean, he's 30, what, eight, 37, 38, 39, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, coming from elbow surgery. So let's see how. And we've seen how the backups, backups are nothing special. So those guys are definitely not the answer, I don't think. So they're going to be looking for a quarterback somewhere, free agency or drafting a guy. And what else do they need? That that's definitely one of the teams that are, that's going to be quarterback needy. 
Uh, they're not known for being free agent guys to go out and get free agent quarterbacks like that. So I don't know uh, if they're going to uh, take take a shot on somebody like Jordan Love uh, uh, in the draft or something like that, or Eason, um, maybe. So so that that's that's that that's up in the air for them. But in but uh, since you since you brought up the fact that they're 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 so low on cash, uh, their pass rusher Bud Dupree. He had 11.5 sacks last year, a career year. Now, all of a sudden, he's a free agent. I, you think they have enough money to pay him? No. <laughs> Are you going to be able to pay, pay him? Uh, it's either they let him go, and, but they, they need to replace him because T.J. Watt won't, won't be able to do it on his own. Uh, I have to look a lot into free agency. Yeah, yeah, they 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 definitely would need draft draft. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, they would. They definitely would. They led the league in sacks last year, and it's because of T.J. Watt and uh, and Bud Dupree. Uh, so so they definitely need if they're gonna keep going, uh, the way they're going, man. They got they definitely need to replenish that. Uh, they they definitely need need help at running back. Uh, yeah, running backs after after corner went down, man. They they performed okay. You know, that's not the kind of game the Steelers run. They need they need a better better running system. They need a running players. Uh, they need to re- start replacing their offensive line. I think almost all these guys are in their thirties now. They're older guys. I think Ramon Foster and their center Mackey's Mackey's uh, Pouncey it, it didn't play well last year at all. Man, they suffered horribly at the running game. So they definitely need to start doing some up front. And also, add 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 to their uh, I don't say misery, but they're rough off season. They have no first round pick and they have no third. Yep. Round. Yeah. Ooh, I was going to bring that up. Lord. Yeah. Remember yep. they traded with Miami. Oh for, uh, yes. But, but that trade was worth it. I'm, I, I can't lie about that. Neither. <laughs> oh yeah. And he's getting nothing. Too, yes. so. <laughs> so they, you know, yeah. So they, they definitely, you know, they so they have off season. <laughs> yeah. They need, they, they, they'll have a, a tough one, man. And they still need tight end because their tight end didn't perform well. Vance McDonald had a great year the year before, but last year he did not. He did not play really well. Uh, right. You can't you can't be in the league and have such uh, low numbers at tight end. They need they need more performance coming from that that position. All right. Next up, you got the Browns. They finished at six and ten. A lot, not a very good season compared to the huge expectations that coming into the season. Um, they're going to have some holes on defense, I think. And they have about $58 million to use under the cap. So they do have some room there. Um, what do they have in drafts? Didn't they? I think they traded their pick, didn't they? Yeah, they have a but. Yeah, they don't have that many picks. They don't have, that many, picks, they don't yeah. have that many picks either. Yep. So they're going to have a tough time, too. But. Yep. They do have – I think they have a solid team. I think, And they got a new coach this year, so they're going to go through another transition again. But what kind of holes they got on their team, Sherman? They definitely need help on the offensive line, man. One of the reasons why they, they played so horribly uh, in the beginning of the season was because they could not block anybody. It was causing uh, Baker Mayfield fits. Uh, they need help at guard. They need help at the offensive tackle. Uh they definitely uh, behind uh, Sheldon Richardson and, and Larry, I think it's uh, Ogan Joby is his name, the other defensive tackle. That's all they have. There's no depth there, so they need depth. Uh, they need the help at edge. 
at edge because I think that kid that the pass rusher that they got from the Giants, Golson, I think his name is. Yes, Vernon Golson. Um, um, I think he's a free agent himself, so they need to replace him. Uh, one of the biggest missteps that their their GM did last year was trading away their their guard Kevin Zeidler to the Giants. Agreed. And then for their guards to suffer the way they suffered over the season, man, you took your best guard and traded him away. For what? That that was a horrible move. And, and they need help at, at least they need some uh, some kind of third uh, weapon at wide receiver, man. They can't have just uh, OBJ and, uh, and the, what's uh, name? the defense. They need, another, they need another, another guy. The edge guy you were talking about is Olivier Vernon. Olivier, right. That's Olivier, right. Sorry, got, right. Yeah, no, the right. is the, our, our guy, the draft bust. But. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vernon still has one more year left, so he's got, he's got 2020. <laughs> oh, oh, I, oh, I forget about Mr. Golston. Yeah, oh, that's all right. But Vernon yeah. is signed for this year, so. <laughs> but, yeah, but and he's um, for concert, Olivier, so he might have a big Oli- year. Oh, yeah, Olivier. Olivier Vernon, yes, that's the name of the guy. Yeah, <laughs> that, was that, hor- uh, that was horrible. Um, that was horrible uh, for both of us. <laughs> yes, yeah, definitely. I don't know how that happened, man. Um, but well, I have one of room at least in the cap, yeah, so that's a good thing. Yeah, they they will they definitely have you know so they need they definitely need that, and they need yeah. a backup QB. They definitely need a backup QB. Yeah, um, a veteran guy to kind of keep. Um, and, what's yeah. His- Check. They need a. They need to get a. And I. And last but not least, man, the only good linebacker they have is Joe Sherbert, and he's a good. He's a good uh, coverage linebacker. That's about it. Uh, he's kind of average as a run stopper. So they need. They definitely need help in and in, in their linebackers too. So free agent draft. They they definitely need help with that. And Cincinnati rounding out the AFC North. They finished two and fourteen. Yeah, a lot of help. <laughs> I know, especially defensive up front, I know in the middle, uh, they have like 50, uh, just under 50 million in cap space. Uh, big thing is obviously huge hole is going to be quarterback. What, is, what are they going to do with Dalton? Mm. You know, they're going to trade him away. They're going to keep him. Uh, what else do they need? I think uh, they're pretty good the with, back with Mixon. They need the kitchen sink too. They yeah, they need a little bit of everything. Yes, they do yes, a little bit of everything. They need they need everything, man. I mean, uh, and to make it worse, there's guys retiring on their offensive line. And Clint Bowling is retiring, so that's a guard they will need to replace. Even if the guy, some of the guys that on that team is ridiculous. They um, their two tackles was injured last year. Jonah Williams that they um, they they drafted last year never played a down for them. He was injured all season, uh, and Corey and Cody Glenn, I think Cody Glenn is his name. Uh, that's the the right tackle. Uh, um, he was injured too, so he missed most of the season himself. So they need they when those guys come back, they're going to be fine at tackle, but they need center and guard replacements. Uh, uh, they need everything, man. Like you said, they need the corner. Uh, they need edge. They need safety. The cornerback. I mean, remember how bad that defense was, man. At one point, we thought that was a, a legendary, <laughs> a legendarily bad defense. Uh, um, uh, so, so they they definitely need help everywhere, man. Some of their best players, even on their defensive line, uh, they're older players that they need youth. They need to inject youth into the into their. They need um, yeah, depth. I mean, it, it, so they 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 just need everything. 
Yeah, I mean, if they get Burrow, it's going to be a, you know, rebuilding process there. And who knows what they're going to do with A.J. Green. You don't know what's yeah. going to happen there. He I was just, I was, yeah. I was just about the only kid they have there is, t- uh, they have Arden Tate and Tyler Boyd. Uh, um, and they're not bad. I mean, Boyd is not a bad wide receiver, but, but in a deep wide receiver class, like the one coming up in the draft, they better get themselves one guy at least. Yeah, I was, I was thinking maybe T. Higgins uh, for Clemson in the run second guy, round. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, also, and also, the hardest thing for the Bengals is to get, to get these uh, free agents to come, to come to this team because this team has not won nothing since I don't know when. So free age, so free agency is not going to be well for them. But I think the draft will do better for them. Something like Arizona last season. Yep, Cardinals. But there yeah. you go. Uh, All right, and we got the AFC South North, now. South, yeah, South. Correct. Texans. Mm-hmm. They won the division at ten and six. Um, they have about sixty-five million in cap space right now. I would say their biggest holes are going to be the lines. I would say offensive line because Watson was running for his life last year. So I think they're going to need some help up front there. And then defensive line, I think you got to start thinking about replacing J.J. Watt. You know, he was oh, at least at least getting some youth in there, man. Yeah, Merciless. Yeah, you get somebody behind Merciless and get somebody behind Watt. Watt. I think about Watt. it. They also lost, you know, last year they lost Clowney too. So yep, they, they definitely they need some help up front. And I would, you know, maybe even a cornerback. Too. Yeah, they got. Yeah, they got. They got that one kid from the Raiders. Then he flashed a little bit, but they need more help than that at corner. Yeah. Um. Um. That pass defense was not good last year, so they definitely need that. Um. They got the the um the left tackle from Miami in that trade, so they're fine there. But that off- offensive line definitely needs help everywhere, man. Um. And they also don't have a first round pick. Yeah, of course, because they, their GM, their GM is their coach, so. Right. Uh, there well, they, that was um, a <laughs> deal, I think, right? Yeah, the Tunsil deal. I think they gave up their first yeah. round pick, right? Yeah, they get yeah, yeah Laramie Tunsil. Yeah, so their their left tackle uh, situation is good, but they they need they need help everywhere else on that line. Um, the only good DB they have is uh, Justin Reed. That's about it. Imagine that they need everybody else. Uh, they need a running back. Carlos Hyde was a thousand yard rusher last year, uh, but he's counterpart Lamar Miller is often injured they need they need they need to inject youth there too you know they need help on that side so yeah man I mean I mean they're not completely bare the cupboard is not completely bare there but and they have some uh like you said they have some um money in the you know in the in under the cap so they could spend and they they need to uh uh do something but you know, you know, I don't have enough faith in the Bill O'Brien man. I don't know what the hell he's doing. Uh, now he's the GM. Don't I don't know what he's going to do. He does know what he's doing. You're right. I'm sorry. No, I said he doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, uh, I yeah. said I was agreeing with you. Uh, and but, then um, but, <laughs> we got oh, okay. Uh, next up would be the Titans. They had nine and seven wild card. We know they got to the championship game against the Chiefs. Um, they had big free agent is, uh, well, quarterback we were talking about earlier. So yep. quarterback's a big hole in – what's his name? He's also a free agent. Um, huh? Jack Conklin. Conklin and yep. Derrick Henry as well. Derrick Henry, yeah. yep. So those are big holes right there. <laughs> yeah, so they definitely need to do something with uh, – Let's say cap space, uh, Chris. 
their cap space, they're about average. They're at like forty-seven million. Yeah. So they, yeah. So they could do certain things. They don't. They actually not. They're not really a needy, needy team per se. I mean, as always, you know, they you need to add things here and there um, every season. Uh, they definitely need an edge rusher. Uh, I think Cameron Wake was the guy that was their edge rusher, and he's injured and he's older. Yeah, he's older. So you you definitely need to get uh, um, help there. Corey Davis has been a disappointment wide receiver for the Titans. Uh, they need they need help there. Another another team that that will do well to get their hands on one of those really talented wide receivers coming out in this draft. I think it starts uh, at quarterback. What they need, I mean. Yeah. Right now, they got oh, no yeah. Quarterback. Very true. Yeah, right. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, that's. Yeah. No you, said, you said right now. <laughs> you said that earlier. Yeah. So definitely, that was that was that's definitely their number one thing. Um. Um. But um. With Conklin, I um they need to either resign him or or get somebody to replace him. And even their own backup tackle, who's their swing their swing tackle, uh, Dennis Kelly, is also a free agent. So they need to show up all those across the line to make sure they keep playing as well. Um, like you said, either keep Henry or sign him or get somebody to replace him. They need to do something with running back also. Next up, you got the, the uh, Indianapolis Colts. They finished at 7-9. and nine. They're placing the division. And they have a good amount of money. They got about $86 million right now. Oh, geez. Cap space. And <laughs> set. And again, this is a, one of those teams that's going to be in the market for a quarterback because we've seen what uh, Jacoby did last year. Mm-hmm. Not bad, but not great. You know, he's probably not going to get you to a Super Bowl. But this is a team that doesn't have many holes, and they got a lot of money to spend. So what do you think they're going to do, Sean? They definitely um, – one of their biggest issues was at wide receiver, man. Uh, no, no real pro- production other than what T.Y. Hilton, and unfortunately, he'd been injured. And I don't know what T.Y. Hilton has left, man. Um, he'd been injured for the last couple years, too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that, that they definitely need help there. Um, they definitely need help at the uh, corner. Kenny Moore is their best corner. The best, He's outstanding, but they need help there. He can't do it on his own. They need interior defensive line help. Uh, definitely, they need. Uh, they definitely need a new left tackle because Costanzo is talking about retiring, or, and he's a free agent also. So that's the that's kind of what they need right now. And I can see Hilton having a big year because this is uh, his free agent year. Yeah, so I can yeah. see him. Uh, he has to because because he's 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 been he's been often injured, like I said. So so he has to come back to you know the Ty that we know. You know, if he's going to get this, he's going to get paid. And that's another team, like we said, um, quarterback is, is going to be the big one. Yep. Um, and also, and also, uh, I think also the t- tight end, because um, Eric Ebron, uh, I think Eric Ebron is a free agent, and I don't think they're going after him. Maybe like he, he, he played. He played really well, man. He was he – he played really well when he was not injured. He – I, I – Listen, I would entertain if I were they. I would definitely entertain keeping him around. He really fit what they were doing on offense. But definitely, due due to the injury um, that he had last season, I, I guess you know. I guess they want to move on. I'm, I'm guessing if they're gonna do all of that, maybe get like Austin Hooper or you know somebody that could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. They have the money to do it. You're right. Yeah. 
So they they might be making a, a bunch of moves this year. Yeah, and then yep. finishing up the time. Yeah. Finishing yeah. up, you got the Jaguars. They finished at six and ten. We know what happened at quarterback there. Uh, <laughs> their cap space, another one that's a mess like yeah. Pittsburgh. They're above it, so they're gonna be making moves. And we mentioned uh you mentioned Boyer earlier. Um he's gonna be either cut or traded, they said. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of other guys are gonna be moved too because they gotta get under the cap. And um, Yeah, they gotta do something. They got holes, I'm sure, Charmin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh starting at left tackle. They drafted a kid three years ago, Cam Robinson. He was supposed to be the next big good ta- and he's horrible, man. He's he's uh people are talking about him being a bust. That's how bad he's been. So what do you do? Do you try to trade up to get a tackle? Do you you know, because the team, you know, the team, the, the offensive line is not that bad. Well, you know, there's guy, there's okay guys around the place, you know, uh, um, but but Cam is really bad. Um, he's been really bad. Uh, they definitely need another guard across from uh, Andrew Norwell. That's their really good guard. They, they need linebackers. They need a linebacker at least. Uh, uh, when Telvin Smith kind of left them, Miles Jack was injured last year. So they had an issue there, you know. They need they need help. They need a safety. <laughs> they 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 don't have anybody at safety. Whoever that's they they they're not good at all. Uh, they need to replace Jalen Ramsey after trading him away. They they haven't done that. They need to replace that, replace him, and they haven't had a good tight end in I don't know how long. They definitely need that and a backup to Fournette to help him because. He, he he you can't keep t- pounding away at him like that he's going to be over he, he's going to be done with if they keep doing that and last but not least they need to figure out if or make the money to um pay Yannick Ngakwe or let him go and replace him with somebody yeah i don't think they're going to bring him back i could see you know what darius might be a guy they might think about trading because if they trade him they save like 20 million dollars cuz he's only got a 2.5 million dollar debt cap hit and his salary is twenty two five, hmm. so they could save about twenty million if they trade that guy. There you go. So, so there's there's things name. there's things they could do. Yeah, Boye, they they'll save eleven million. So this guy's Campbell. If they, I don't think they'll trade him, but that's a fifteen million dollar savings. So I see a couple of these guys. These a couple of big name guys are going to be probably hit them. Yeah. Yeah. The market. Yep. Because, I agree. Because the Jaguars have a number nine pick and a number twenty pick in the first round. I could see them and maybe getting uh CJ Henderson from Florida, number twenty. Yep. Um, yep. you know, and I seen them getting maybe maybe somebody from the uh, O line for the for the number nine pick. Who knows? But Yeah, it could be could be him start from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Could be could be the O line like you said, and also as as one of those those uh like I was saying about their issues at linebacker. Imagine taking Miles Jack and pairing him with that Simmons kid uh, from from Clemson. That ridiculously fast could play anything linebacker from 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 uh, from Clemson. That 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 I mean, I mean Clemson from LSU. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, so um, so they, there's options, man. They definitely have options. Exactly. And that that was it, uh, Chris. That's all of them. Yep. North that's and South. It. That's, uh, that's, that's it for our episode of NY Jets Fans Podcast. Please make sure, again, to follow us on Twitter, Jets Fans Podcast, Instagram at NY Jets Fans Podcast. 
Until next week, we take a flight. We're out of here. Take, take flight. flight.